In honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if you'd like to join the fight against breast cancer, please go to www.komen.org and donate today. From Susan G. Komen, this is Real Pink, a podcast exploring real stories, struggles, and triumphs related to breast cancer. We're taking the conversation from the doctor's office to your living room. This week on The Real Pink Podcast, we are having real conversations about metastatic breast cancer. We'll be welcoming people living with metastatic breast cancer to share their stories, their experiences, and their words of encouragement. Everyone can make a difference in the life of someone living with the disease by donating to Breakthrough Research. People who have their own personal experience with breast cancer often look for ways to give back, to pass on the support that they received during their journey. Today's guest was diagnosed with stage three triple negative breast cancer at age 30 and is now passionate about being an inspiration to others that are diagnosed. Here to share her story and the ways she is supporting others is Kristen Siskin. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much and thank you for having me. Uh, well, I'm very excited to talk to you. And I think we should mention to our listeners that we are recording on your birthday. So happy birthday. Well, thank you so much. I hope it's, I hope it's been a great one so far. Yes, it has. Well, and it will only get better. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I love the attitude. This is going to be great. All right. So listen, let, we love to start off with this question. Let's start with your breast cancer journey. Can you take us through your diagnosis and subsequent treatment? Sure. So when I was 30, it was in March 2018, I found a lump while I was in the shower. I didn't think much of it, but I still decided to go get it checked out. So I went to the OBGYN. Um, she said it was probably nothing to worry about, but let's go get you a mammogram just in case. A couple days later, I went to get a mammogram. It it wasn't very good. Like the whole demeanor of the the mammogram technician and then going to get ultrasounds and getting taken into this nurse's room station and, and her telling me it's 95% chance you have breast cancer. And again, only being 30, newly married. I had only been married nine months. I, I went into a panic. I started crying. I remember saying to her, I don't want to die. She said, everyone dies, but you'll be okay. So fast. I know I was like my heart. So I went home that day with my husband. He came and picked me up from the cancer center. Um, the next day I went in for biopsies. They did four of them. And then I went to work on Monday. So biopsies on Friday, went to work on Monday, got a call right at the end of the day at four 30. The nurse called me and told me I had breast cancer, told me, you know what, you better go get a CT scan your liver, um, your lungs, bone scan, just to make sure it hasn't spread because we also found it in your lymph nodes. So then of course I'm on Google, which I do not recommend anyone go on Google because you will freak out for any diagnosis. If you have any kind of ache, it's, it's never a good thing. So I went in, I got my scans. Thankfully it had not spread to any other places except for my lymph nodes. And I um, went in, I met with my oncologist. I met with my breast surgeon. I actually had to meet with a fertility person because my husband and I were talking about starting a family. And that obviously had me put on hold, which was detrimental at the time. But 
we'll get through it. So I started treatment in May. I went through 16 rounds of chemotherapy, lost my hair, gained some weight, was really tired, couldn't taste much, but those are the only bad things about chemotherapy. After that, my tumor had shrunk so much that I opted for a lumpectomy instead of a mastectomy only because the doctor told me that the chance of it coming back was the same regardless if I, what surgery option that I chose. And I was super eager to get back to work. I had been on leave of absence and I just wanted to go back to work. I didn't want to be at home any longer. Um, So after my surgery, I did go through 31 rounds of radiation. And then I also tried a new oral chemo pill that's supposed to help reduce the risk of reoccurrence for triple negative breast cancer, but my liver did not like it. So tried it, didn't work out. So those were my treatments from May until about March of 2019, the following year. Wow. I mean, that's a, that's a roller coaster right there. And, and I really appreciate you, you sharing all that with us. So I'm curious about, you know, your support network, were you able to find support or, or other people that were on a similar journey as yours? And were you able to talk to them at that time? So being super young and not really knowing about breast cancer. So when you're 30, it's not something you think about, you know, people, you know, someone's aunt or grandma or mom has had it, but I didn't really know anyone. However, I, my manager knew someone in my company that was a little older than me, but had gone through everything. She's pretty high up in the company. So it was good for her. She actually reached out to me. She gave me some tips on what to eat, what's going to taste good, what to expect, not everything that she went through, I'm going to go through, et cetera. So it was really nice to talk to her about it. And we kept in touch and I let her know like, oh, my lost my hair today. Oh, the egg salad you recommended actually was a really good lunch. So those having her as a support and then also, um, following the Susan G Komen stuff on Facebook and Instagram and other people, just, just finding people on social media that are going through the journeys and trying to talk to them about it because really I had no one else my age going through it. And again, everyone's story is so different. So no, I don't want to talk to your 75 year old aunt who, you know, maybe didn't have the same experience as me. And I don't mean that meanly, but you know, we're at different stages of, of life. <laughs> yeah, I know that, that totally makes sense. And, and I, I certainly can understand how it'd be hard to find, you know, that community. So, but, but speaking of community, let's talk about your walk team. Uh, t- let, let, tell me about the walk team and particularly what the walk experience was like the year that you were undergoing treatment. Awesome. So in 2018, when I was diagnosed, my one of my girlfriends, her work had a walk team. So I joined her walk team that year. Just I didn't know much about the walk. It was actually Race for the Cure at that time. I went and I was so overwhelmed in a good way. There were so many people in pink shirts that were survivors of breast cancer. And there was the parade. We had newly diagnosed. We had 25 years survivors. And I obviously didn't have my hair. I had a turban on and people came up to me and so inspirational, so sweet. Like you can do this. How far along, how much longer do you have? And it's really what I needed to help get me through my last, I think I had two or three treatments left. So my first walk really inspired me to form my own walk team. 
So for Cleveland, we are team Cannon crew. So my maiden name is Cannon. So that's where we came up with that name. Um, I have a huge group of walkers that support me and a lot of fundraisers, donors that also support me. So in 2019, 2020, and 21, 2021, we all had we had the same Cannon crew more people joining. We were actually the top fundraising team last year and then the top fundraising non-corporate team this year. So a lot of support for me and breast cancer thanks to my journey. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it sounds like you've really got just, just really a fantastic community that surrounded you uh, for this. I'm, I'm, I'm really, it's really great to hear. So so I, I, maybe you've already answered this, but I'll ask anyway, maybe yeah. there's more. So what are some ways that you give back after your breast cancer journey and why is that so important to you? Yeah. So again, my team Cannon crew, we do the walks, uh, we raise money. We actually had a garage sale this year. So a bunch of people donated stuff. We had a garage sale. We sold a bunch of, a bunch of stuff and people just actually gave us donations that we didn't even know. Just, you know, oh, breast cancer. We'd love to support that. Um, also, uh, for the Cleveland Walk, the, our executive director, he has me on the recruitment and fundraising committee. So I help lead that for Cleveland to help get more people signed up for the walk. Um, and I also, I post a lot on Facebook and Instagram. So there are girls and women that I went to college with or friends of friends that I'll be like, oh, hey, my friend just got diagnosed around your age. Can she reach out to you? So again, just talking to people my age, newly diagnosed, giving them ideas, tips and tricks, anything I can do to help help support them in any way. Oh. But it's it's just so important. I didn't have that. Not that I didn't have the support, but I didn't really have anyone to talk to. So, and if you actually look at triple negative breast cancer and statistics and survival stories, there's, there's not a lot out there. There's, their survival rate is much lower than other breast cancers. And there's not a lot of survivors, whether that's once they hit their three or five year mark, they don't, you know, breast cancer is not maybe on their mind. So I want to continue to be that inspiration of showing, Hey, 30 triple negative breast cancer stage three. And here I am today thriving and telling my story. You are thriving. That's great. I love, I, I love, that. I love, <laughs> I love the, I love the enthusiasm and the approach. So that's really fantastic. So I, I guess, you know, last question, what advice do you have for a, for young women such as yourself that may have been newly diagnosed? So my favorite is stay off Google, which I already said, stay off the internet. Don't read anything negative. Be an advocate for yourself. Find a good doctor, breast surgeon, um, oncologist. That's going to be your support through this. And if you don't like someone, you know, you can ask for a different doctor, et cetera. Also, people are going to want to help you. Whether it's clean your house, make the food, take the help that you can get when you can get it. It will make your life so much easier. Reach out if you need anything from anyone in your support system. And my favorite bit of advice, which isn't the healthiest advice, but when your taste buds aren't really that great, chocolate chip muffins are a game changer. Let me tell you. 
I think I think that might be a first for this podcast. Chocolate yeah. chip muffins are a game changer. They are. You heard it. They here, are. So. Wow. Well, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I love your approach. I love all of your advice. And just even, especially this, the part about allowing other people to help. It's not always easy, but I've heard so many guests say over and over and over again over the years that it's just so important to be open to that. And, and I really appreciate you sharing that. Yes, absolutely. Well, Kristen, this has been fantastic. Happy birthday. And thank you. thank you for joining us on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and allowing me to share my story. In honor of National Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if you'd like to join the fight against breast cancer, please go to www.komen.org and donate today. Thanks for listening to Real Pink, a weekly podcast by Susan G. Komen. For more episodes, visit realpink.komen.org And for more on breast cancer, visit Komen.org. Make sure to check out at Susan G. Komen on social media. I'm your host, Adam. You can find me on Twitter at AJ Walker or on my blog, adamjwalker.com.